0: should have shaved this morning. I'm leaving that in. Welcome to the Uplift Podcast with your host, Nathan Beeler, and three different guests. Yeah, what's up, guys? Yo! Hi! (laughs) (laughs) I have... Trey Cornwell. Yes, sir. John Calvin. What is up? And Saul Stefan with me today. Hello. We're going to do our very first roundtable on this podcast, which is exactly where I wanted to go. Yes. Today, we're going to be talking about certain things that we've got going on in our lives and different situations that we've run into because we're all different. We all have different <coughs> mm-hmm. things that we go through on a daily basis. We have different uh, environments that we're in, and I want to be able to go through and Talk about what we're, we're all going through and how we're handling situations that come to our mind right now. So, Trey, if you want to lead us off, um, so first of all, what's up, everybody? Uh, my name's Trey. Um,
1: you probably heard me before on the Steadfast Devotion podcast. Plug, <laughs> selfish,
0: plug. <laughs> selfish, plug. Uh,
1: but no. So, my name's Trey. Um, recently, just turned twenty, and uh, I'm a sophomore uh, at Cali County Community College.
0: Oh, um, tigers, and so. <laughs>
1: right now my, my plan is to go through Cali get my two years out of the way and then transfer off to uh, Wichita State um, and just a little quick thing with the whole college deal College is definitely a very different life um, I'm definitely not experiencing it's a, a
0: big environment it's though. a huge yeah. environment
1: and I think God has blessed me with the position that I'm in today because I'm not there in the dorms I'm not there on the actual So I, I can't I guess I don't really have that college experience but I think God kind of has a purpose for that you know so college for me is, is a lot different for someone that goes to K-State or KU and is on, on the campus. Yeah. Uh, but rather I'm, I mean, I'm going to Cali and I'm staying at my parents' house, um, <laughs> free, you have free, a free place to stay. So Do you
0: have a lot of online classes. Hashtag wise um, so at the
1: very, <laughs> w- the very beginning before obviously COVID, right? uh, I, I was all physical classes. So I was still going to the campus Um, so I was, I was there pretty much all day on campus, but ever since COVID hit, yeah, they, they went strictly online zoom meetings from the very gate go. I have one physical class still out of uh, the 15 credit hours that I'm taking. So, so that, that's me. And I know the guy sitting next to me is also in college and he's got a completely different setup than I do. Yeah.
2: So I am currently getting my master's. At the same university that I got my bachelor's, which Mm. is very rare for a lot of people, you know, because people go out, try to find, you know, other colleges to go get a master's There's a big cost difference. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. And uh, God's blessed me to go to a college that's paid it 100% and uh, giving me a job, which has been amazing. But I think what's been very much a struggle is the the level that I went through, you know, because like. I go to, you know, go get my bachelor's, loved it, felt, you know, I was doing the right thing, and then jump into my master's, and I'm writing papers (laughs) out of my brain, pretty much. (laughs) I'm so tired of writing papers right now. It's it's been, that's been the struggle, bro. Writing your papers. (laughs) Dude, yeah, honestly, I've written, I think I was. I think about almost 20 papers
3: in the last three months. Yeah. What are you getting your master's in?
2: Uh, I'm getting my master's in, uh, it's called science and strategic leadership. So Okay. Yeah. So it's
3: not necessarily a religious no, 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 no. Just, just leadership in general. Leadership in
2: general. So, you know, learning how to work in an organization, the behaviors in organizations. Uh, if I had a team with me, what do I do to elevate us to go to another level while keeping our values and ethics at a strong foundation. There's a lot of <laughs> spiritual things behind that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. So got a sp- question sp- for you then. Go for it.
3: Do you think leadership is a science or an art?
2: Mm. <laughs> That's a horrible, uh, both? Uh, it has to be both. I think it has to be uh, both because the fact of the science would be like the strategy of how do you build a team together? Nice trade. <laughs> um, Mike troubles. Yes, uh, I think it's the science of knowing the uh, not just the IQ but the emotional intelligence behind each person, the characteristics. And I think field. maybe <clears throat> the science would
0: be studying on it, studying, f- yeah, finding out what it is yeah. that you're that you're going to do, and the art is actually performing, yeah, in the field, yeah,
2: exactly. I think so because. Though I can learn all of it, the being able to apply the apl- application different. is mm-hmm. completely different because everybody works differently. Brother Saul
3: is a I'm teacher a, right now. I'm a teacher. Yep. Yeah, so I'm how
2: a high is,
0: school. How, s- is, how is how is I'm,
3: that? I'm a high school science teacher. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, there's days when I love my job. There's days when I hate my job. And sometimes those are the same day, you know, it just fluctuates back and forth. There's days when I love being around students. And then there's days when like, oh, my gosh, high schoolers are the worst. (laughs) What was I thinking? Um, But uh, so, I mean, it's just and with COVID on top of all this, I think COVID has just kind of revealed how necessary and yet unnecessary education is or schools are. That is a
0: solid Um, point. You yeah. know,
3: like as a society, we've come to lean on schools almost as like a crutch, a, a crutch, yeah, for a sure. glorified daycare for sure, where, oh, yeah. you know, like we pretend <laughs> that it's more than a daycare, but in reality, sure. you know, that's just uh, like parents like rely on kids going for to sure. school. For yeah. sure. For uh, sure. And so uh I w- we were talking before this podcast and I think actually even before you got here, I mentioned it, like I kind of philosophically have some problems with public education as a whole.
0: What are the struggles that you find being a person that's in the church and as deeply involved in your walk with God as you are? What are the struggles you see, like, parallel with school? How do you draw a line in between knowing where you're overstepping bounds as a teacher if you start talking about religious things in, in your classroom? Yeah, we were just talking about um,
3: that. Yeah, I w- I, you know, <clears throat> I would just say you just have to use good judgment <clears throat> on... Uh, to know when uh, when you can approach someone, when can you talk to somebody, and it also kind of harnesses or it it brings like into perfect clarity that if witnessing to you or talking to people about God for you is you know imposing your will or your ideas on somebody, you're kind of doing it wrong. Like yep. you know, like like when people are hungry and people want to know. We're just there to share an experience. Yeah, We're there yeah. to you know share what God has done for us definitely. And you know if people aren't wanting that, then you know maybe you shouldn't actually be talking to those people about God. Maybe you mm-hmm. should be praying that they get to that place and that God brings people to you um, but I, I would say the biggest like philosophical problem that I see with schools are so many. Uh, like struggling families or kids that have IEPs and they just don't succeed in school and school's really not a good setup for them and home life isn't a good place so many of those people they're I don't I, I don't know if it's right to say they are looking to the school for help the school is definitely looking to them to help and I don't know if some massive government organization that is like in Kansas the largest <laughs> Uh, taxpayer-funded mm. program is public schools. Yeah, by far. Yep. yep. And it is a massive, massive program. And I don't know if we're actually really going to fix kids' lives. Yeah. By you know like telling them, hey, school's important. Get more involved in school. Have a different value system. Well, what is your value system? Yeah. Who, who are schools to just make up a value system? I know our school uses the word grace a lot, and I and that's good. We should be compassionate we should be understanding with kids we should give them room to make mistakes and just kind of have, have grief over this whole situation but where are we getting that idea yeah they're stealing it from the church yeah. yeah like like it it is it is like america in el dorado kansas much of kansas has been greatly influenced by the Judaic Christian 100%. thought life. One yeah. hundred And we are slowly watching Christ being wow. taken out of it. 100%. And we wanna keep the fluffy doctrine, the good principles
1: yep. that he yeah. taught. Yeah. Well, wow. I wanna put it
2: this way, is that like I remember when I was in school, we would, you know do the Pledge of Allegiance and then we'll pray and then the gra- further you go into it, now it's uh let's have a moment of silence. Yeah. Let's right? kneel. let's yeah, or or yeah. um like the golden rule is such a biblical principle, but no one wants to talk about that.
0: With <laughs> your guys' online classes. Yeah. What are you seeing in the online classes as far as being able to are you seeing a liberty to be able to interject any type of thought like that nope, into yeah. the classroom? Well not not I me. think
2: I think in my uh, uh my area is kind of different because I go to a Christian college, yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. And so I do. So it's uh,
1: open and free. It's very open and free. Okay, but you're it's, not. See, <clears throat> oh, uh, you might have get me mad cause I, <laughs> I had a I had a sociology teacher that literally I'm not. I'd put my hand on the Bible if I had one right next to me. I had a. He's got his hand <laughs> on one. I, I had a sociology teacher that tried to convert our class to, to socialism. Really? Oh mm. She showed she would show us every single day, or every single time we had class, clips of why socialism mm. is better than the democracy we have in America. No way. I, and, and, I, and it, That's ooh, insane. It got me so fired up. That eventually, I said, I'm not going to be the. I'm not going to be silent no more because the whole class would say nothing the entire they time, oh, and we wow. would go through it, and they'd be indoctrinated by these liberal prof- professors mm-hmm. yeah. talking about how America is terrible, <laughs> talking about how life is much better in these other countries. Yeah. And I straight up one day stood up and said, well, "Then why don't you go teach in those other countries?" <laughs> not only say? that, and she's a socialist. She was a. She's um. With- was this an in-person class? In-person wow. class. Oh, in-person yeah. class. That's crazy. And so, so finally, you know, she's talking about socialism, free healthcare, free. And I, I don't know if this is supposed to be like a spiritual uh, podcast, oh, but P- politics, phone, politics play a big deal in, in, in spirituality. I Absolutely. don't care what anybody says.
3: I want to add. I got a point to add to that.
1: So anyway, when when we went to class, um, she was showing us these videos of of socialism, why it's so much better. And and, and, and and socialism, you know, you get that free healthcare, free education, free everything. I finally stood up and left the class after saying, if you believe so much in socialism, then I will get the same grade if I leave now than this girl that is gonna stay yeah. here the entire time and I left. <laughs> and did, I left. Did you ever come back? And I went back to class. <laughs> <laughs> I went back to class the next week. I, she, yeah. I went back to class the next week oh and she gosh. did not talk about socialism
2: Wow, oh, that's because awesome. every hey, time
1: she would say something, I would rebut I would have yeah. a rebuttal. And she got so tired of me having arguments with her because we were going nowhere in class. Wow. This is a so like we were in a in a sociology class. Yeah. I was like, we're going over sociology, uh, human behavior, not socialism class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stop trying to indoctrinate. That is what is so wrong with America because this next generation is being raised up by liberal professors who care nothing about God and everything about Mm self-gain and socialism and communism.
3: Well, and so a couple things that I want to add to that. You said that uh, politics plays a lot in uh, spirituality and to a lot of people, specifically socialists and communists, uh, uh. Uh, politics is their religion that's right that is their religion and for us to just say we're not going to talk about politics yeah Yeah, or we're not gonna (laughs) well your your politics your religion is directly influencing me absolutely why why do i not get a voice so the whole idea that christian people can't be political what you're really saying is you can't be spiritual. Yep. You can't have a voice because eventually they are coming after your religion yeah, they because are. they think theirs is better yep.
0: and they think theirs should replace yours. Well, yep. If you look at what the world we live in today, I work at Textron, yeah. and mm-hmm. in that setting, it is frowned upon at at best to talk about political stuff, religion. Yeah, and they talk. They tell you before you get hired, and, and any and anybody that works in a in a major corporation, it's like this. Yep. You can, you're not like they give you a, an HR packet and it says don't talk about these things right here and they list out religion yeah. and yeah wow. no if if, if wow. you my la- so I had two jobs in the last ten years and one was at Lee Aerospace yeah. which is a non-union organization. Yep, Textron is it's a unionized union. okay. organization. Yeah, Lee Aerospace didn't have any any type of rules like that because yep. the actual guy that led the company is. He, he believes in God. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't, you know, play out the part very yeah. well, but we're all imperfect in yeah. our ways. But Textron, they're a corporation that is more like what we're seeing in the political space in the government world today of cramming down, hey, these are the only things you're allowed to talk about yeah. in a public setting, in schools. At work, because they don't this, want anybody to get offended. Since Let's when, since, right. No, no, no offensive. Because
1: well, since when, since when can these corporations dictate my constitutional rights—a freedom so, of speech, mm-hmm. freedom of religion, yeah. freedom to to gather together together and assemble peacefully? Right. So
3: in, well, so what's in this is a really interesting point that you bring up because it what the what it hits at is can corporations be viewed as individuals. Mm. Because if a because currently right now, legally, a big corporation can be viewed as like its own entity. Yeah. The CEO yeah. isn't going to like necessarily be liable. Yeah. Like it's it's its own organization. Yeah. The problem with that is if I own my own company and I'm going to hire seven employees and I hire uh, let's say I hire a Muslim person because I think they're a good fit for the job, but I just say, look, we're a Christian company. Yeah. We're going to have Christian values. If you have a problem with that then you're going to get fired. Like, don't th- like th- this is who we are. This is what we are. And I should have that right. Yeah. Companies should have that right. Yeah. But what we've seen is we've seen these corporations become so large yeah. that they're too powerful to be viewed as just one individual. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can no longer let such a massive company that c- can control so many people mm-hmm. You know, and and that bro. and that's and that's a big problem. And, I'll, and, put this, I'll, and, like, I'll put this. I'm to It kind of reminds me
2: of like Egypt, bro. Think about this. Hmm. Hmm. Egypt had enslaved yep. the Israelites yep. so far into indoctrinating them oh, into yeah. their culture uh, because they were, they were so long ab- after they were long free. After, yeah. because yes. of the mentality they yep. developed, and they Egypt. were so yeah. afraid yep. of what these Israelites were going to do. Yeah, yeah. And they, so what happens? Is that the Israelites became conformed. Into the Egyptians' doctrine, because if you start, if you start conforming your group, not building any anything higher, not lifting them up, not encouraging them, though we might yeah. be in different For areas, sure. For sure. we have to be in the same alignment There's a yep. there's a term. If you ever read the book from Peterson, it's called the Fifth Discipline. That book speaks on five disciplines on building your organization or building your team to be at another level uh-huh. and where they are. And there is a thing called team learning is where if all your your whole organization has to be aligned to go push forward. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And what's so sad is that we have so many organizations right now that have conformed everybody not to push forward but to go to their own ideas and that
1: will shift them to go down instead of lifting them up. So when you talk about the Israelites being in Egypt, okay? Yeah, when you said they they were so conformed, all right? The Israelites forgot who their God was. Yeah. And they were serving yeah. the false gods of Egypt. As yeah. Israelites. Yeah. Yeah. They had a law. Mm-hmm. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And yeah. they knew that. But they were so indoctrinated by yeah. Egypt that yeah. they were serving false gods even in the wilderness with they Moses. Being
0: told to serve false gods. But it, it, they, they were following, following along. They, they they're, were. They're being allowed. Yeah. So they're you, letting someone tell them, you're allowed. Yep. That's what, And that's what yeah. I want to kind of relate to with what we're doing today. You're allowed to serve this way yeah and you're allowed to serve this god yeah in this space Yep. Mm -hmm. talking about public schools yeah what are we seeing in california and a lot of other really i i I use this as you know as best i can left-leaning places they they let people come in and not serve god not serve christianity not be a christian in school yeah but what can you take in there with you a prayer blanket Yeah. yeah What, can, what what well, flag so, are they flying?
3: Yeah. Well, so, and, and yeah. I, I, I do want to kind of interject, because I think those are some of the extreme cases. So, like, with El Dorado, like, I, you know, like, I philosophically have problems with just public schools in general, probably. Sure. yeah. But we stand up and say the Pledge of Allegiance yeah. at the beginning of every class. Yeah, um, And, like, I actually do think that, like, if students were to pray, if they were to have their own courage and convictions, I think it would actually probably be fairly welcomed in our school i think we've got a fairly good environment but that doesn't mean that's where we're staying yeah. right. you know like if you if you actually study the history of Public education in the United States—it's deeply religious. Oh, very. Almost oh, yeah. every single school, starting back in the eighteen uh, hundreds when they formed school and they were one brick houses. You came to uh, to school. You learned how to read, reading the Bible. You yep. learned prayers. Yeah. You prayed. Yep. You learned how to write, writing the Bible, okay. and that was it. Yeah, there wasn't yep. a whole lot of. If you could read and write, you were considered an educated person.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Now these schools and even even the major universities. Started out as seminaries, yeah, they Harvard, did. Yeah. Yale, yep. all yeah. of these big, super secular colleges. Yeah. A lot of them started out as seminaries. Yeah. Well, let's put let's and put in the
2: case of like SMU, bro, Southern Methodist SM- University in Texas, bro, okay. was a Christian university and is now one of those liberal colleges in Texas. Wow, where
0: where Christianity is frowned upon. Yes, and that's that's the part that really gets to yep. me is that, is, is that they're just the they're same. telling us that we can't serve the way to serve God, the way we want to and do. And I I feel like sometimes, and not every court, don't get me wrong. It's not every corporation. It's not every person that's leading a a school or anything else like that. But sometimes I feel like they know. And it's, and it's very clear in the Bible that we're supposed to go out and tell everybody we know about what we know. And, it's crazy that they would tell us that we're not allowed to talk about these things yeah. in public space.
1: And this is, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but this is what irks me, okay? Because it seems as if what America was built upon, Christianity, we were, this was a Christian oh. nation. Mm-hmm. Why does it seem like there are more people that are accepted for, uh, I, and this is not by any means, I don't not, have nothing, no, nothing against muslims or hindus or Buddha, whatever you want to be right you Absolutely. have you this is america you have mm-hmm. the freedom to do whatever you like but why are they more accepted than christians yeah why is their voice more heard than christians yeah. and that's what gets me get because that. we were built upon one god <clears throat> oh,
3: yeah. you know we're,
1: we're we're built upon the the pledge well, of allegiance so,
3: well and so like one of the most revolutionary ideas in the united states was that our rights did not come from man, they did not come from a king, yep. they did they not come from, from a government, they came from yep. God. Yeah. That's right. And that any nation, or any king, or monarch, or any legislative body that tried to take our rights from us were stealing something that was not there. That was the fundamental idea. Yeah. Yep. And they got that those ideas from the bible yes because god is sovereign over mm-hmm. all of his creation yep. he can do whatever he wants that's why he could flood the earth and he's still righteous he's still godly mm-hmm. he can kill you i can't but he <laughs> yeah, can yeah. And, and he's still right we don't, don't want to kill you god.
0: nathan yeah, I, don't <laughs> I hope not <laughs> no more podcast um, <laughs> um.
3: But God created us in his image and in his likeness. So we are sovereign over our own bodies. Absolutely. That That's idea right. birthed the freedom that is is yeah. is so core to America. Yep. To say um, America never would have existed if it weren't for Christianity. That's right. Yeah. It never like
0: never would have existed. That's right. Um and just and it's sad to think that there's so many people that not not only willingly forget that yeah. point, well, but th- ignore it outright. I think
3: so much of, and I don't want to like downplay like history teachers because I know a lot of good history yeah, teachers. Absolutely. But I don't know if the passion for what we have absolutely. is really conveyed wow. well enough. How, so how, quickly, I, how quickly?
0: How quickly would you get called uh, any 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 number of names if you were to say? I, I you know, I'm gonna be
3: honest. I, I wouldn't get called anything at, at, well, at, at I, I I've I've definitely bashed peers. China. I've definitely bashed China and like <laughs> praised America <laughs> pretty well in my class and I've joked about crappy stuff. <laughs> oh, that must have been made in China. <laughs> you know, like just kinda joke and just you know, like it it just, just kinda you know yeah. I'm an American. I'm gonna be an American and you know, I'm and in and, and, and no even you no know, I'm actually a super professional teacher. Yeah, like I'm mm-hmm. very professional. I try to not let, like, you know, my beliefs or my faith or my personality, like, be impressed too much on my students. You know, I I just want to... Can, but what is, so we, what? <laughs> well, How, what is so
1: wrong so, with having a godly teacher? Well, what is so wrong with having a Christian man and being known as a Christian man? Yeah. Well, so
3: yes, so that's the the problem is we're becoming a secular society that's where right. they right. don't just respect that. Come they on. don't give place for it anymore.
1: That's right. right.
2: Well, I just want to just like kind of just go to another avenue of this to say that we are a blessed country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, of course we have a lot of problems and <laughs> a lot of situations that yeah. you know makes us very angry, upset, but <clears throat> just think about all these other countries in this
1: world oh, man. that yeah.
2: have just communism, that's right, has that's socialism, has um you know a alt Left mentality, mm-hmm. like I can I can think of like Russia of all countries, bro. Mm-hmm. Like if you read from all their czars that they had oh, and man. every re- like every uh, revolution that they uh, let me put quotations revolution that they oh, had yeah. so of the Bolsheviks and everything, yep. bro. There was so much destruction, especially World War Two era. Oh, yeah,
1: and they're still dealing with that. Yeah, North huh. Korea. Okay, how about this? Well, hey. Israel leaving Egypt. Yeah. I, I I can't stress this enough. Egypt is one of the poorest countries in the world. Absolutely. Yeah. After Israel was brought out of yeah. Egypt. Yeah. Like that's how big of a, that's how big of a hand God had on Egypt. Yeah. They are one of the poor. They don't even yeah. have yeah. working sewage, a working sewage system. Well, because so, one
0: man. Because
1: yeah. Well, well, yeah.
3: And so I also want to throw Egypt. this out. So Israel is an exporter. Of one of the most precious substances mm. in the in the Middle East. Yeah, Does anyone know what it is? Probably water. Wow. Really. Israel is a desert. Yeah. Is- Israel Israel was a wasteland almost. Yeah. Um, Israel Israel was a wasteland. They export water to their sworn enemies. Wow. They say, "I want to kill you. I want to destroy yeah. you. I want to wipe you off the face of the earth." Yeah. Wow. The, wow.
1: That's that, incredible. That's, yeah.
3: That's it. That is stunning. That is mind-boggling.
1: But but they, but, but <clears throat> well, Saudi Arabia th- won't give them any oil, though. They'll
0: no, give them some... Yeah. yeah.
3: We're definitely... F- I, and I think it might be better to say we're formed from Christian ideas... For yeah. sure. ...than actually yeah. saying we're a Christian nation. For sure. But what would be your response when we say something like, D- do Christians brutalize slaves? Because that is that is a reality of part of America's history. Yeah. And, you know, like, does America kill babies? Do Christians treat the Indians the way that they were treated? And, like, and and so I do think there is an answer. I do think there's a justification to Mm. necessarily all of those things. Or there's, I shouldn't say justification. There's a response to still justify the idea that we are a Christian country. But I think... We also do have to acknowledge, if we're acknowledging the Christian aspect and the Christian parts, there are also non-Christian parts. Well, I would definitely say from the beginning,
1: slavery and all of that was not an act of Christianity. I agree with that. I I, and I will stand on that to the to the day (laughs) I die. That everything that has happened in America, uh, you know, yes, we've had you know wars and we've had all that kind of stuff but but slavery is a big deal in America right now yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we are we are yeah. one of the biggest deals in America is racism yeah is what is what they're yeah. saying right yeah. That is what is causing so much conflict yeah. is race yeah and the biggest thing that we have to realize is slavery was not birthed out of Christianity by any means yeah imagination in the it,
0: Bible there's there's even slavery yep. from so, from well, a Jewish aspect well, they, do you, they, they, do they had slaves Well
1: do you know where slavery
3: actually originated from? And yeah.
0: I've heard this before, but I don't remember.
3: Noah. Yeah. Noah cursed one of his sons after one of his uh, I think it was Ham came in and looked on. I don't actually remember right, which yes, one. yes, And he cursed him and said that you are gonna be your brother's servants. Yeah. And well, that that was the first record or instance of slavery. And it was from a hangover from a man who was drunk. Yeah. You know, like so slavery is definitely not from Christianity. But I do also I like I get the argument for if i was if i was born in a tough situation or if i was a, if i was a young black kid yeah. and i didn't have a dad around i saw my mom struggling i looked around and all i saw was like hurt i didn't see very many people successful i would get disenfranchised to say this is a christian country yeah this is what christianity yeah. is yep. and so i, I like I like, I I don't know if there is a good solution because giving money to people in poverty thinking that that's going to lift them out of poverty doesn't work. Yeah. We've been we've, we've, we've had a welfare state yeah. for like 40 some years now. Yeah. Like giving money it doesn't fix the solution. Yeah. So I'm just curious like what what would
1: be what do you think I, is a good response? I what would you, say um I would say this like we say America is a Christian uh, country. And I would, I would almost go to the point where, as it was a Christian country, yeah. now I would be hard-pressed. We still have Christian values. Look at our Constitution. Look at our laws. All yeah. of our laws came from the Ten Commandments, yeah. right? Yeah. So our foundation is still very much Christianity. But I think the biggest... Problem with America is we are going so far away from our Christian morals, from our Christian values. Yeah. Since when is it okay to murder a baby oh after it is born? Right. Yeah, that is not the Christian America that we used to know. Oh yeah, that is the Antichrist rising its ugly head up in America. Well, yeah, and we are seeing that.
0: We well, you wanted you wanted to talk about Revelation, and yeah, uh, that's I mean, just kind of where we're heading. Though, yeah, yeah. Um, it's I'm, not not what we want. It's not what we want to see. But unfortunately, we're going to see some things that we don't want to see yep. as we get closer and closer to yep. the end.
3: Well, and you know, one of the things that I, and I don't know if I, to say that I struggle with it is the right way to say it. But to to, to say that, like, you know, the Bible does teach about the end of the world coming. Yeah, it and, does. And, and there is an end of the world. And if we're so focused on having America always prosperous above seeing what the Bible is, then we have our values a little mixed up. We're first citizens of heaven, not citizens of the United States. And and that is a tough, tough place to be. But I do also think that patriotism has its place. You look at some of the Psalms with David— Absolutely. Oh my gosh. He talked about Jerusalem as al- as almost if as if it was God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He actually mm-hmm. like equated Jerusalem yeah. with God mm. like several times. Yeah. And America, like I get that, you know, our rights haven't been granted to everyone, but if you take the whole view of earth, you take the whole view of the history of man, most of history is there is a ruling class and it's small. Almost everyone is a slave Absolutely. or impressed. Yeah. America didn't instantaneously bring freedom to everyone. That's right. But it at least instituted the idea in the concept that we all are created as individuals. Yeah. It created a thriving government where, you know, you could become free if, you know, luck and chance and God and hard work
1: we're all on your side. Yeah. yeah. to To go back what you're saying about the end times, and we're talking about how America is is, is it's almost hard to call America, you know. It's, I I will say this: the the America that they used to know is not the America that they know today. Yeah. Right. With everything that's going on, and we we're talking about the end times um, before we start doing the the podcast. Um, but all of these things is is recorded in the Bible that we're going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. wars rumors of wars nation against nation which is translated to uh, ethnicity versus ethnicity yeah look what's happening oh yeah look at what's ha- well, look what's happening in America yeah look at the race war that is going on right now in America that is all that it, earthquakes in diverse places famines pestilences what are we going through right now yeah, we're going so through much of that we're going through all of that oh yeah we, we have experienced yeah. all of that. And, and, and I mean, we are in the, we are in the last days. We are in the end times. Yeah. I am sorry, but we have to open our eyes and realize that God is coming back
0: Yeah. yeah. and
1: it's very soon.
0: Yeah. And if
1: we are not ready, if we get caught up in the politics, get caught up in and what's going on right now, we distracted. are going to miss it. Yeah.
0: We're going to be too distracted. Yeah. And that's exactly the point I wanted to hit is that, you know, I have this podcast. You guys have your podcast. And we all have conversations outside of here. Yeah. And yeah, we have a a very strong belief system in conservatism. At the very least, it's very strong. But we need to not lose sight of of where we need to have that conversation change from, yeah, I don't agree with everybody on the left. Yep. And and yeah, I, I can complain. And I don't like this. And we should do everything we can to keep on hold of the things that we have. But we also need to understand that at the end of that conversation, needs to be. But well, let me tell you about Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. I'll put it this way yeah.
2: Jesus is not a conservative. <laughs> and Jesus that is, is right. not that a liberal. Is absolutely yeah. right. Jesus, Jesus is God. Is God. And absolutely.
0: Yeah. At the end of the day, if you want to really think <clears throat> about it, when we get there, there's only one ruler, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's yeah. right. Well, <laughs> he <got> the, that's <laughs> right. Dictatorship. <laughs> yeah. Dictatorship. Absolutely. Saying. <laughs> yeah. But, but well, it's not going to be that way. I mean, so, it's not going to be the dictatorship that we know nope, here absolutely and not. i heard somebody ask uh, a very relevant person in in the podcast sphere if you want to call it yeah they asked him well what about when you get to heaven because mm. he's very conservative he's very r- free rights to everybody right they asked him what are you going to get to heaven when god's He's like, that's a totally different deal. You, yeah. you can't compare what we're doing here on earth as humans yeah. with what God's sovereignty oh, is yeah, in heaven. Like
1: I was I was in I was teaching Bible study last night and I was explaining to them man cannot comprehend God. Man cannot comprehend heaven. That's why there is yeah, so little. Absolutely. That's why there is so little detail in the Bible about heaven, because we can't, in our in our wildest we imagination, even it. comprehend even the slightest of how magnificent and glorious and righteous and holy Talk heaven is going to be. Gold
0: streets. It, it, it describes it, gold streets. Yeah, like we would even have the smallest inkling of what that's that would right. even look like. But Jeez. this is what one thing before you yeah. get into that. Yeah. There is
1: a reason why God describes hell. In a much more detailed manner than heaven. Mm-hmm. Because if you are so focused to where you you you're if you get so distracted, like it is today, it's so easy to get distracted. God is showing you this is where you are going to end up if you do not follow me. Mm. Yeah. You and, and he he describes the the gnashing of teeth, <sighs> the everlasting torment, the the black pit, the lake of fire. There is so much extreme detail in hell
0: because God is warning us you do not want to go there. So to answer your question, the easiest answer to get away from all the problems that we're having is to start talking about God. Absolutely. Fact, I mean I can't I can't notice your color and discriminate against your color if I'm focused on something else. Absolutely yeah. right yeah. Absolutely Well and, and I think that's a good response
3: to that, that we should have like yeah. that's a good practice that we should have. I'm more just acknowledging there is a case to be made. Sure, that we're not a Christian.
0: Sure, the country. things that in the, that happened like, in the past are yeah. Yeah, yeah. are yeah. are
3: not something that we would do today. Obviously. For sure, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but so back mm-hmm. to your thing about not being able to comprehend heaven. Yeah, and it it does talk about hell a lot. But I also want to also add, I don't think we can fully comprehend hell. I either. don't think I don't think um, we can either. And I don't know if it's actually preached enough. Yeah. Because we live in a society where, you know, like you want to comfort, you want to encourage Good feelings. There yeah. is a moment. Yes. There is times when your soul should tremble in fear of yes. God. Yes. When yep. you should just be renewed in the fear of God and realize I am dangling over a burning fire Ooh. right now. And the only thing that is holding me out from being fallen to eternal destruction is... Is God's mercy. Man, it doesn't Ghost. matter if I'm a Christian or uh, an American. It doesn't matter if I have a good job. It doesn't matter if I, you know, like have this or that in my home life. It, whatever you can value of this earth, none of that matters. Ooh, I yeah. feel the
1: Holy Ghost.
0: Are you following Christ? It doesn't matter if you're black, white, yellow, oh. rich, Any,
2: poor, anything. Yeah. I want to give you guys one bit of scripture. Nice. I got one. That I want to yeah. follow it up. First Corinthians 15 52 says in a moment in the twinkling of an, eye, of an eye at the last trump for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and it shall be changed. When this corruptible shall be put into incorruption, and this mortal shall be put into immortality, then shall be brought to the past saying it is written, death is swallowed up in victory. O death. Where's... Where is thy sting? Mm-hmm. O grave. thy grave. Where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and is sin, and the strength is sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which has given us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my brethren, be steadfast, Steve. unmovable, always abounding into the work of the Lord, for as much as we know the labor is not in vain in the Lord.
3: Amen. I want to add to that scripture. Go for it. 1 John three two says, Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him mm. as he is. So you're saying we are the sons of God, right? We are the sons of God right now, but when Christ comes back, we will be able to see him in the fullness of yes. his glory. Come on, in now. the fullness of his resurrection power and our bodies will be like his bodies. Yep. We don't quite know what that looks like yet because we can't comprehend it yep. in a sinful state. Yeah, the
1: corruptible right. will be incorruptible. Exactly. So we are the sons of God, right? Yes. So earlier in Genesis when it says the sons of God saw that the daughters of uh, uh, of men, right? That's not talking yep. about angels. No, correct. That's not talking about angels. <laughs> That's talking about us, the sons of God. Yeah. All right, I'm just putting that out because there are some false doctrines going around yeah. about that, yeah. and we are the sons of God. Yes, Absolutely. he's Absolutely. talking about he's talking about mankind, us taking yeah.
3: on also multiple wives. That's right. Yes. Um, so there's another scripture that I wanted to bring up in in John three when we were talking about not 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 knowing so much about ke- uh, heaven and hell. It's it, it is still a mystery, you know that, and and that's okay. Because Christianity isn't what this world is so engrossed with. Knowing, in certainty. We are comforted with faith and with revelation from God. We walk by faith and not by sight. sight. So, in uh, John 3, Jesus said, 3.12, If I have told you earthly things and ye believe not, how shall ye believe? if i tell you heavenly things Absolutely. Mm, so so many of us struggle believing this book this book is the earthly testimony of Amen. what god has done Amen. with 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 man yeah how would this world receive a heavenly witness wow. a heavenly testimony
0: there's so much more to talk about with this oh man we will definitely <laughs> definitely <laughs> yeah have another sit down with all three of these gentlemen i, I, I really don't even know how we got on In another episode <laughs> was a great time well though. so yes. but that's what i want this podcast to be about i want them to come on and not have a script to go by. yeah absolutely i want them to come on and be led Themselves, to where yeah. they need to go yes. because unscripted that's unedited somebody <laughs> Tear down media, <laughs> drain the swamp. <laughs> <laughs> drain the swamp. <laughs> oh, I'm man. sorry, Let, 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 let me somebody needs to hear <laughs> yes. the other yes. side yes. of an unscripted Woo. podcast. The Holy gas. Because if you just go by the script, you're never going to feel what God ha- feel wants right. to take you to. God. That's right. Come on. You and can't I know these the guys. Spirit. I know these guys do the exact same thing when they get on the podcast. Yeah. And I can't I think, think of a better way to end the trade. Do you want to? end us in prayer. Oh,
1: absolutely. God, I want to thank you for this great time I've had with my brothers. I thank you, God, for letting us be led by your spirit. I pray that this podcast would go out and God, let it impact someone's life. God, let them see that you have so much greater things to offer than this world does. God, what profit a man if he gains the world, but loses his soul? loses his family. God, loses his way of life. God, I want to thank you for this America that you have given us. I want to thank you, oh God, for the freedoms that you have given us. I want to thank you that we are allowed to come to church and to worship a sovereign God. I thank you, oh God, for the opportunities that you have given us, all the the blessings you have had in our lives. I pray for all those that are listening to this podcast, I pray that you would touch them, that you would bless them, and God, they would realize that God has so much more to offer than this world. I want to thank you so much, God, for everything that you're doing. I want to thank you for my brothers. I want to thank you for Brother Nathan Beeler and, and thank you for his wisdom and his and his heart and his passion to do this podcast. God, in your name we pray. In Jesus' name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. amen.
0: This has been the Uplift Podcast because it is uplifting i